This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Cap fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on, everybody? How you doing, Polly? I'm good. Got some sun today. Chilling out with some beer now. Feeling good. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just watching some stress-free hockey. The uh, the Washington Capitals aren't in it anymore, so you know I can I can enjoy it for real, which is a little bittersweet, but at the same time, um, some really good hockey to be played. We'll talk. We talked all about that on Monday, but we're actually, if you're watching the stream, going to be having an incredible guest, uh, a first for the Caps Chirp podcast. A I would I would say a rock star, man. This is cool. Yeah. For sure. I mean, uh, definitely have had the closest thing we've had is friend of the pod, Grant Van Lahr, who played the backup goalie <laughs> in Mystery Alaska. I mean, he's got he's got a name. He's got an IMDB page and a hockey DB. So, I mean, he's the closest thing we've had. But, you know, um, you know, we're having a guy here with albums and a tour and pretty cool. Absolutely. So let's pop some tabs and get right into it. Let's do it. One, two, three. So, Caps if you didn't hear, we will be here with Mikey Forbes from Out of Time, Bonafide Rockstar. We're going to add him to the stream right now. He also happens to have incredible taste in hockey clubs, and that is the Washington Capitals. So, Mikey, how you doing, man? Thanks for coming on to the show. Hey, there we go. Okay. All right. All right. Mikey, we were scrambling, bro. I'm, I don't know if I'm going uh, to. <laughs> anyways, so to uh, to reintroduce Mikey Forbes of Out of Time here, the lead singer of Out of Time and a guy with incredible taste in hockey clubs, uh, loving the Washington Capitals. So, Mikey, you know, I don't take it from here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became a Caps fan, because I know the band's based out of Orlando, correct? Uh, yeah. Um, so I actually, I was born in DC and grew up in Southern Maryland. Um, okay. and I, I mean, I was a Caps fan. I've been a Caps fan my whole life basically, but, um, re- I mean, really, of course it, for me, I, I go into a game for the first time, like really got me into it. And, um, it was, it was back, it was actually against the Ottawa Senators. It was a, like a new year's, it was like a new year's day game. And then I saw, I saw Ole Kolzig and I was like, Yo, that's it. Um, Godzilla on his mask. And I was like, dude, th- this is my guy. And, um, I was like, I, I want to play hockey and I want to be a goalie, like goalie. So, um, my parents' wallet t- <laughs> took a beating there. Um, yeah. but yeah, I- I've been a Caps fan and really attributing it to, you know, in the nineties is we had, you know, Oli, we had Bonsai, um, you know, Michael Pavanka, Dale Hunter. Oh, yeah. It was just, I mean, I, I loved it. And like, I, I, I was there for all the years before OV and, um, it's just embedded in me. And then moved down, moving down to Florida, uh, you know, I, I carried it with me, of course, you know, it's, I'm, I'm ride or die, you know, I'm all caps. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Where, where out in Southern, Southern Maryland did you live or grow up? Uh, I, I lived in La Plata. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Like, so I lived in up. Fairfax, uh, Virginia. Uh, which is in the DMV as well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, 
That's that's great, man. Um, what uh, I mean, other than Oli Kolzig, I mean, what was uh, I, I feel like when when fans go to their first live hockey game, it really is just the seller. You kind of touched on that, right? It's kind of like going to a live yeah. uh, live rock show, if you will. Oh, dude, it was like, and I was I had to be like like eight or nine, and like just the I mean, it it was so hype. Like Slapshot came down from in between the the. <laughs> scoreboard at mci center he like legit like yeah <laughs> down into the ice started skating and i was just like dude what is this and <laughs> I, I mean it was so hype and it was i'm pretty sure they played like the beautiful people as their like as like the coming on the ice song and then the hockey game started so like there there was no way that i wasn't already in love before puck drop awesome man um was your family like uh big hockey fans as well or were you the one that kind of pushed him into it uh my, my brother uh, played uh, played a little bit um and, and they liked the sport but um i i think that it all kind of felt it fell in because it it became like my thing like as soon like hockey was has been my thing since since then like from then on um and like everybody else got into it and but how could you not like it's such a fun sport uh it's exciting like in you meet so many people like, and I love hearing people that have never played and hear about how they got into the sport. And, you know, it, it's unlike any other sport that's out there for sure. Absolutely. What no was doubt. first hockey or music? Um, honestly, I mean, as a kid, like music came, it came first. Um, I was like, I got into Billy Joel at four years old. So <laughs> nice. um, that's a good place to start. It is man. And then, uh, but then, yeah, w- once hockey came in, like I, w- I was very fortunate to have you know both uh, both things like that to look up to and you know to immerse myself. Absolutely. Now, being down in Orlando, you ever go check out any Solar Bear games? Absolutely, they're a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, I mean it's crazy they play playing an NBA arena, right? Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah, I mean we our team in Wheeling, you know, it's a it's a typical ECHL rink, you know, five five thousand people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see the videos of the Solar Bear games. It's that's it, a big place. It, it is. It is big. Like they do the drapes on like the top level, so that way it you know it just doesn't look like a completely empty stadium. But I mean, there are games sometimes when that like the lower bowl gets pretty full. So the hockey's bigger here than people think. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. So, what was the move down to Orlando when you you know met your bandmates or you know tell us a little bit about that. Um, oh, I was in a, I was in bands in Maryland all the time, like growing up. Um, but my wife and I were, we kind of wanted like fresh scenery and, uh, we always loved vacationing to Florida. So we decided to move down here and actually put out like a Craigslist ad of like my uh, band from Maryland's music and was like, Hey, I'm looking for a band to sing for. And, uh, Justin, who is a guitar player and at a time, uh, came across it and we became like, best buds at that time and we've been going ever since badass dude what an awesome way to start a band that ends up going on tour dude i'm, I'm thankful for it man definitely <laughs> and he's and he's a big hockey fan too so like it, it like right away i was like you just checked the most important box for me <laughs> <laughs> what what's his team uh he he is a bolts fan um okay yeah. That's okay. But, you know, at least it wasn't right. like the Penguins or like, I don't even know, the Rangers or something being in Florida. You never know. Yeah. A lot of transplants. So, 
Absolutely. Um, all right, cool, man. Well, uh, let's dive right in and, and tell us about what you got going on right now for sure. And then we can talk a little bit more hockey just so that everybody kind of gets the idea here. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, well, at, without a time, we signed with Revival Recordings um, and we announced that in January with our, our first single, uh, Have You Ever Been in Stormwally? And that was like air hockey theme and a lot of fun to shoot. Uh, we put a couple other singles and a little over two weeks ago, put our debut full-length record through Revival and really stoked to... Actually, the other night we just played an emo night down here in Orlando as well, and that was good turnout, a lot of fun. And then we go on tour next month. Uh, really stoked for the Bar Down Break Tour. and it's been, it's been a lot of fun, and it's also been really exciting to see, like how many people in the realm of music are also like hockey fans, hockey players. Um, yeah, I know Hammer from Violent Gentleman said it was the like punk rock of sports and that's hella true. So um, <laughs> we're, we're, we got to, I got to meet a lot of cool people in music too, that are also just huge hockey fans. Um, so it, it's, it's just one giant counterculture really. That's awesome, man. Good stuff, dude. Um, and so you said you played a little bit of hockey, right? Yep, I, I still do. Nice. You, you're a beer leaguer, a fellow beer leaguer like Polly and I. Yes, sir. <laughs> All roads lead to the beer leagues. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, probably asking like what level you play at because he's trying to he's trying to size you up a little bit. What do you play at, like <laughs> a pretty a pretty uh, high level or just kind of? I play. I've definitely played at higher levels in um, in Maryland. I played in. in in a league and I played like high school, uh, but I was play- I played a league and beer league in Maryland, um, down here. This, the skill is insane. Like I, when we moved here, I, the rink I play at, it's there's 13 adult leagues alone at one, wow. at like one rink. And some of them are like 35 and up leagues, but like, I like I've, when I, I tried out like the B and C league there and like, it, it, it eclipsed what the A-League was in Maryland. And I was like, holy crap, man. Like, I, I thought that coming down here, it would be like, I would be the shit. But um, <laughs> I, still, I still played it at a really decent level. And like, we, I play, get to play a couple times a week. And we all just want to have fun. And we got guys in their 30s that are just starting to play hockey for the first time. And like, I think that's what's also very special about the sport is like, there, like there's a lot of encouragement from us folks that have played it for a bit um, that want to help other people coming in. Cause like, I mean, I've been on the ice since see my mom put me on ice skates when I was like two or three at Tucker road. Anybody remember? Tucker oh, yeah. road? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played for the Northern Virginia ice dogs. Yeah. And I played for them too. That's crazy, bro. You yeah. Played I, for Nova? Yeah. I played Hell for, yeah. I played one season in house in Nova. That's crazy, dude. That's that's tight. I played I played a few seasons of house there, and I think one of travel, and then a season of travel for Bowie before starting high school hockey. So that's nice. super cool, man. Fuck yeah! All right, DMV represent. Still, man. I'm sorry, my camera's a little off. So let me get used to this. <laughs> yeah, all good, all good. Um, so I was uh, when I was out of audio. Did you say what rink you play at? Uh, down in in Orlando, I played RDV. Okay, I got a buddy down there. He plays at Lakeland. Wasn't oh, true. Lakeland's beautiful. Yeah, I actually he 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 uh, told me to look because there was a brawl in the game before him. So I, I logged on to Streamyard and got to see a nice little 
nice little brawl at a game down there, and then they all shook hands and the game was over. But it's crazy that um, hockey is so good down there, like you were saying. Another one of my buddies used to live in West Palm, and he said when he went to the rink, he was surprised at how much talent was there. And I think that's pretty – you're seeing with the NHL now, you got more guys coming from – Florida, Texas, California, Austin Matthews from Arizona. Like, yeah. like you don't have to be somewhere where it can snow eight months a year to, to have hockey. And it, I mean, it's really good for the game that technology has given everyone the ability to play. And I do for sure. Like, I mean, even like when we were younger growing up and like in Southern Maryland, like I said, the closest rink before Capitol Clubhouse was like was Tucker Road or was Mount Vernon. And, you know, you had to, like, we would have games. I mean, like, it, it wasn't crazy for us to, like, have practice at 6 a.m. in Nova or have a game at 6 a.m. in Prince William. And, like, I, I, I think, again, to thank my parents for, you know, you know, making all those drives happen and, you know, really putting in perspective, like, it sucks driving in any of those areas, too, because yeah. traffic's always, always garbage. Like, it, seeing how the sport's grown, especially even the DMV, like, the OV effect is real. I mean, you know, we, we get to see it on the Capitals. Like, <laughs> he, we, we finally brought a cup to D.C., and, like, ever since he's entered the league, it the hockey has definitely blown up around the DMV, because how could it not? Absolutely. And yeah. speaking of that cup, man, I mean, you know, You've been a longtime fan. You've seen, you've followed the the team for the the OV years and and before, seeing the heartbreak of you know getting swept in the finals, and then you know OV comes and just coupless can't get past the second round, and then we finally do in 2018 when the quote unquote window is closed. I mean, were you were you near the DMV when it happened, or were you in Orlando? I mean, just going nuts. I was in Orlando going nuts for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I mean, it was. I, I still don't know if, how to put that into words because, like, it, it's. I don't know. It still doesn't feel real. Like, I, I remember watching that game, and I always like to enjoy a brew, you know, a nice beer when I'm watching some hockey. Sure. For this, I was like, not nah, 100% sober until after this game because I was like, <laughs> I got a feeling this is it. Yeah. And I just like remember just being there like the last 10 seconds, and then the clock went out, and damn, man, I I was, it was so excited, like. I went nuts and it was, it was cool. Cause I had a lot of friends here that are transplants and some of them are fans of the fat flightless birds. Um, just a little ahead of the DMV <laughs> and they were cool and good sports about congratulating me, but I went nuts, man. Um, it, it's still surreal. I'm thankful that we got to see that. Absolutely. Safe to say the beers were flowing after, after the win though, right? <laughs> Multiples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was absolutely shit housed for that game because <laughs> I I was at a wedding and we kept checking the score and I think we got back to watch the last ten minutes and you know I I grew up and still live in, in Wheeling, West Virginia, which is just in the shadow of Pittsburgh, and so um, I've heard as much as everyone has heard as Cavs fans, I've heard more living here, and um, you know just it. I, I, it was the same thing. It didn't feel real, like finally seeing Ovi get that cup. And I mean, we were we were hugging. And I mean, honestly, I, I probably because I was drinking, you got a little teary eyed, you know. But <laughs> it really was an absolutely uh, amazing moment. What a display! And then the 
the boobs that were in the background for Verona. Was it Verona? <laughs> no, Burakovsky. Burakovsky. Yeah, it was Burakovsky. Yeah. <laughs> Just the that's the icing on top. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, speaking of speaking of of boobs, do you at your shows? You being the lead singer, I mean, do you see some pretty crazy stuff at your shows? Any any wild fans try to come up on stage and stuff? I've always wanted to ask that to somebody. <laughs> uh, with us, it's actually like lo- lots of dudes, like lot, but it's fun because we have those like you know like those angsty like sing-alongs and finger pointing. So like like yeah. we, we have that like crowd surfing or stage diving. Um, I mean that's always encouraged and fun. So I mean that's that. I mean that. I mean there's been a couple weird things like. I remember playing a show, and this was actually, I was playing a show in Waldorf, Maryland. Um, nice. My band there. And, like, yeah, it was packed. And, like, I was singing a song, and this dude, I saw, like, to the side of me, light a cigarette inside. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and then he started moshing, like, with his cigarette, stage dove with his cigarette. And he, it was when I was, like, singing, and he went through my mic cable, and, like, it pulled him, <laughs> like, with it. And I had to like go and like untangle my mic from around him. And he did this all while not losing his cigarette. Wow! I mean, so I'm impressed. I mean, he got kicked yeah. out, but like he got kicked out. He, he earned it. Like he earned it. Yeah. Good, good job, bro. Yeah. All with the cigarette. Absolutely. So many people are going to be talking about that. He's he's etched himself into the history of of uh, punk rock shows for sure. Um, Absolutely. And then, so so going back to hockey, I mean, got any favorite players on on the team or or as of current team? I mean, you said that I'm, I'm guessing your all time fave is is Godzilla himself, Oli Kolzig, right? Yeah, I named my dog after him, so absolutely. So <laughs> nice, nice. You can follow yeah, brother Ovi on Instagram. So yeah. <laughs> my brother's dog is Ovi, so we're, yeah. we're in the same category there. Let's nice. go, man. Um, <laughs> Currently, I, I gotta go with Osh, babe. Um, I've been I've been an Oshi fan, you know, like since like before the TJ Soshi, and then you know he just solidified myself like himself as my favorite then. And like I saw a small rumor before we traded for him, and I'm like, dude, please let this be true. And when it happened, I just I couldn't get my jersey and jersey fast enough, man. Nice, um, big Oshi fan. Yeah, we love his hustle. I mean, he's such an important part of that that cup win and just important part of the team. Um, TJ Oshie just seems like the coolest dude to play hockey with, like, cause he's so good, but he also just seems like he's out there constantly having fun, you know? He'd be a good liney for sure. Yeah. He'd, he'd probably yeah. make me and Polly look good at least, you know? <laughs> well, I don't know if anybody can do that. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Speak for yourself, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> I've, I've played with you long enough. <laughs> awesome. So, um, so yeah. And I mean... What, uh, I guess kind of, what did you think of the Washington Capitals exit this year? Are you, are you ready to burn it down or are you saying, you know, what's more, what's more important, just getting Ovi the record or, or trying to chase another cup? I, I think both are absolutely feasible. I think repeats cooling is going to be hella important. Um, I, I, don't, I definitely don't want to burn it, burn it yet. I, I think that we have the right pieces there. If we can get another good, healthy season out the season out of Oshi, like I don't see where we won't be successful. Like because the games he plays, like if you look at his games played, he, he's still producing whenever he's there. Like if he's if it's like a, oh Oshi's returning, he's gonna get a goal, assist, or both. Um, 
So I think him healthy is, is, is a big deal. I, I truly believe, barring something crazy, that Ovi will still get that record. I just think some right trades are gonna are gonna be are gonna be how you do it. Like first and foremost, like me being a goalie myself, I, I wanted my, my one of my favorite goalies for the past years has been John Gibson, and I would love to see the Caps pry him, save him. Um, yeah, I'm gonna use the term "save him" from Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, dude, I, I just he's I feel like he's so underrated, and he would fit. Um, you know, just as that like one A one B role with Sammy or Vitek. And then, you know, just getting, giving those young guys on D a chance. Um, I, I would definitely say forward help, but I, I, I would, pipe dream would be like seeing Phil Forsberg, see what that, what that would have been like in DC and like, oh my God. you know, finding a way to figure that out. Or, um, my, my friend and I were at the bar last night looking over some of the previous drafts and, you know, seeing that we could have drafted, you know, the year that we drafted Sammy, you know, Brock Besser was drafted right after him. Yeah, and you know, professors, you know, good buds with like Ghost Babe, and I could see that being a heck of a fit in DC. Um, I, I, but I would like to see a big splash like that. Gives get don't you don't have to get somebody that's like some super young gun, but you can get you know these guys that are still young that have an incredible amount of gas in the tank, and then you put them with Ovi and Kuzi, and good lord, if we can imagine a line where like we have like like a Besser or like Forsberg and then Kuzi and Ovi on it, like. I, I, dude, that would be so much fun to watch. Absolutely. Do you, do you think if he would take league minimum, that it would be worth bringing in Giroux? Oh my god, yeah. I don't know if he'll take league minimum though, but well, I mean, I just if if he's desperate enough now at this point, you know, maybe if the cup is the only thing on his mind, if he, you know, because I mean, we got Lundqvist pretty much on league, or he was one mil, I think, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love Drew, but I, I think that's a pipe dream. I, I could see Drew happening, um, just because the Laviolette connection. True. Yeah, I think that that could that could be feasible. Um, you know, and with the question mark right now back with Backstrom, you know, it might be needed. You know, because there was rumors about us like trading for Drew at the deadline, but it just didn't make sense. You know, where are you going to put him? You wouldn't. You already have a pretty deep, you know, you know, center core. I mean, we hope back he's all right, but like if he's going to be out, you know, I think that you do what you can to get something like Giroux in there and maybe another piece and let's let's go for it. Yeah, I mean, if we don't have backy, someone like Giroux would be uh, a very good replacement. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and so we touched on the goaltending and it's been high drama all year about like which which one's our starter, who's our goalie, which one's better. Uh, who do you like, Samsonov or Vanacek? I I like both of them, but I think I think Sammy has a higher ceiling. But Vitek's just I, I guess a little bit more consistent, and like, you I feel like you almost know what you're going to get from him when he plays. And it's so tough to call, man. Right now, I mean, both, I think there are two young, good young goalies that are just lacking a veteran presence there to kind of you know. Shown, shown the ropes a bit, you know. Um, losing Holpe was definitely was a was a big one. Um, it might, although it might have been time to move on. Like, it also might not hurt if we're if we still are have a question mark at goaltending, and we feel like we got these guys that could be our guys. You know, if you can bring in somebody like Holtz at a low cost or league minimum for two years to solidify that backup role, and 
you know, mentor uh, VTech or Sammy, whichever way they go, I think you're going to get a good result. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I hated to see Holtby go, but I knew it was coming because, you know, one thing that, and I say this all the time, is that the Washington Capitals have really saved a lot of money on their goaltending core. They've, they've been deep in the position for years now, over a decade, um, really ever since Ole Kolzig, if you think about it. Um, and they, they, they're not afraid to jettison a goal, an underperforming goalie for, you know, to a team who's looking for somebody who may be a starter, you know, because starting goaltenders are hard to find. Good starting goaltenders are hard to find in the league. So, you know, I, and I agree. I think that we were, we were big VTech fans because it, like you said, you know what you're going to get with VTech. Like he's not going to give up that backbreaker, you know, the end of the second that, that puts you even or under. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see what they do. I have a feeling they're going to stick with Samsonov primarily because he had a good showing in the playoffs, but also, yeah. you know, he showed his, he showed his potential there. Like if, if goalie can play like that night in and night out, you know, I you know it's, it's easier said than done, but, uh, I think that he at that point probably had VTech uh, beat, but I, I like VTech's. Um, if you're looking for like a technical goalie who's who has some details in his game that can work on, I mean, I'm not sure if he's going to be a full on bona fide starter, but he probably could be like in one of the you know basement level teams, looking at maybe like a backup to Carey Price in in Montreal or yeah. you know uh, even Phoenix if they want him, they want him for something. Uh, even sure, the Kraken, know. you know. He's yeah. already been with the crack. A little you know, reunion. Got... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Arizona troll. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I always say Phoenix, <laughs> man. I'm stuck in the past. I'm showing my age. Yeah, Arizona. Um, we had the we had the uh, the Arizona podcast on, on, on the show like a year ago, and I, I opened them up and said like, yeah, so with the Phoenix Coyotes, and he's like, dude, we haven't been Phoenix for like 10 years. It's a hard out. He just called me out right on the show. I was like, all right, I deserve <laughs> that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, they need something, right? Right. And yeah, I mean, I mean everything. Are, they already have terrible optics. The fact that they have to not play in an NHL arena for two or three years, and they haven't been good at all. Um, yeah, they probably should just relocate. <laughs> don't let don't let any of the Arizona fans. Uh... Here you say that because I guess they're they're those they, they exist you know that's crazy I didn't know that was a thing <laughs> but they're out there. Um, it's like jaguar fans. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, right, right. Um, well, since you're there, are they are they pretty pretty uh, rampant in the in the vicinity since you're close to the jaguars? I, I feel like I see a little bit more box stuff. Yeah, a little, little more box stuff, but it's it's here. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've just been through it too. So, if they if uh, if the Jaguars win a Super Bowl, I'm sure the the colors will start changing on the street. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude, there's Brady jerseys everywhere here. Still, oh my god. Oh well, yeah, because I forgot he's in he's in Tampa Bay. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Like everybody wow. has. I feel like everybody has one here. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what else everyone should have is DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit of Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. 
Looking to turn a small bet into a big parlay during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah. What do you think about that, Mikey? Can I be your, like, PA guy? Like, introduce the band and stuff when you, when you come on? Hey, if, if, if Wes ain't available, I want you, for sure. <laughs> well, listen, before you make that decision, he used to do the, the ad read. Instead of saying Hope NY for the the hotline, he would say Hope Penny. <laughs> I didn't know. Dude, it was it was the way it. they wrote it. Man, come on, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily they changed it, so all he has to say is see show notes so he doesn't have to read all the, the hotlines anymore. So he – because <laughs> – once he figured it out, then every time he would say it right, we would still giggle because, <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. And I have no room to talk. I've done one ad read in two and a half years, and it was terrible. That's why I don't do them. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can suck at it, too. Words are hard, like, unless I have to sing them. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, speaking of that, man, like, so tell us about tell us about the band. Out of Time, um, you're, you've got that tour again, uh, and it's it's your first album, is that right? Or yeah, this is our this is our debut full length okay. record that we just put out, and um, yeah, I mean we're all just nerdy dudes in their early thirties um, who love pop punk, and I mean most of us are big hockey fans, uh, and just really down to earth guys. Um, most of us are dads. I'm a dog dad. I'm not a dad yet, but uh, um, we're we're just all really laid back dudes who like, just like to. Have you know, have a good time and have good experiences. And um, we're really stoked to come through the DMV area this June, man. I can't wait to see be in Richmond again. And um, maybe I got to stop through somewhere to get some Lido pizza though. That's, that's for damn sure. There you go. There I, you I don't, go. I don't go to the DMV without getting Lido's. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Um, yeah. Maybe like some fa, right? Like, I don't know if that's out your way, but I know that when I lived there, man, that was like always, always around. I fucking loved it. Did we, are you, wait, did you, where, where, so where'd you grow up outside of, in Fairfax then? So Chantilly. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like just past the lot, like the last orange line stop on the metro, like outside of the city. So, um, deep into, into Virginia, I guess you would say, but not really, I guess, <laughs> you know, 15, 15 miles there is like a ridiculous, uh, t- distance to drive. So, you know. Uh, it'd probably take me like two hours to get to where you grew up, you know? Yeah. No, that's, that's super true. Like when we moved down here, I was blown away with how fast I could get somewhere. I was like, damn, this is, it's 20 miles away and it's only going to take me like 30 minutes to get there. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I was lying. I was like, what the hell? I'm used to like, all right, I got to go from the plate to the Waldorf and I have to plan for 30 minutes to drive like less than 10 miles. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, that's one thing I don't miss about the DMV is that, you know, the congestion and just so many f- people. And I mean, it's just growing every year, man, for sure. So wild. Plus, like, properties like a kajillion dollars up there, right? Yeah, it's gotten expensive down here, too. It's been a big shift. I can imagine, for sure, yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah, now that we did all the uh, the DMV platitudes and, and complaints, you know, just like, oh, it takes forever to drive places. There's too many people. It's it's expensive to live. Um, you know, how are you liking Orlando, man? I mean, I, I, I personally like Florida. I've been to, I used to live in Pensacola, uh, which is up north on the Panhandle. But uh, uh, last time I was in Orlando, it was probably for the theme, theme parks when I was like a kid. But, uh, you know, how are you liking it? I love it. Um, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so my wife and I are pass holders for Universal. Oh. Um, yeah, so we do that. We do Halloween Horror Nights every year, and we love it. We love we love the Central Florida area and the fact that we can go to, you know, be like, hey, let's go to the beach, and we can decide if we want to go to the Gulf or if we want to go to the ocean. Um, we're super lucky to be able to have that so close, so it's pretty dope, man. And, you know, the fact we got the solar bears right here, which, which is cool to have an ECHL team so close. Like when, when we were kids, I don't know if you guys remember the Chesapeake Icebreakers. Like, I loved going to those games. Yeah, games you know what? I think that might, I don't remember them. Um, that was, they were up in Maryland. Yeah, they were, yeah, like in, I think they were in Prince George's County. They, okay. they played at the show place, but those games were a blast. Yeah, I mean, it's so, definitely a more intimate time. I mean, uh, when I got into hockey, I was watching junior hockey in like Nebraska because I'd lived out there and uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was mind blowing. Like they would pack out like a lower bowl for this junior team. You know, those kids are like 16 uh, all the way up to 21. But I mean, as soon as I saw like the fighting and the energy and the awesome, just like everybody skating around so fast and just banging each other onto the boards, like I was like, this is it. I've got to play this game, man. Like, this is my life now. For, for now until I die. <laughs> yeah. Sick, dude. yeah, I don't think I've ever had anything grab me like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and hockey does that. I hear that sort of, like, like, at least some, something similar. And I'm sure you guys can agree from, like, almost any conversation you have with somebody about, you know, what got you into the sport. Yeah. yeah, and like you were saying earlier about how you have a lot of guys who are starting hockey in their adulthood, uh, I so many people who I know that have done that say things like, you know, I wanted to play as a kid, but my parents, because of the cost, decided not to. You know, so for all the people who have got into it like us as at a young age, there's all the people who have been waiting for their opportunity until they could write their own checks and um, – yeah, I mean, it really is a special game, a special community. Yeah, and you know, we all we help we help out the new folks because they're they're nervous, but it's like we we, we want to see other people succeed too because it's such a fun game, and you get to have some beers after with your buddies, and it, it's it's just it's just good, man. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and it's 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 a positive in my life. Nice, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I've got to ask also since we keep talking about playing, like. Do you does are your teams generally like in the running for a championship in beer league every every session or or are you on like a a basement dwelling team like tell us about beer league man a little bit more so that we it can fluctuate we we've been basement dwelling a bit because we we're very strict at like we want to play by the rules we don't want to bring in a bunch of ringers and like you know just stack a team we want to have a good time and we're buds with some of the other teams so it, it can fluctuate. Um, the team I play on on Wednesdays, we actually last season we actually just won a cup. Um, nice, so very, very stoked about that. Um, and it, it's a good group of guys. That league's that league's fun because they redraft every season. So wow. like, if someone's a if you're a dick to somebody, you're probably going to play with them next season. So stay hmm. humble, you know. <laughs> right. 
Dude, actually, yeah. you know, that's uh, it's not a bad idea joining a league like that. Uh, it works. Since, yeah. Like, very low drama. It's everybody's friends. Like, it, this one, it's it's a 35 and up league. Like, I'm okay. 32, but for goalies, they, they made an exception. But, like, it is, like, the most dad thing ever. Like, there's... There's like a smoker out there after the game, like there's sandwiches, <laughs> these guys barbecue go all out, like <laughs> coolers, like it, it's it's a blast, man. Damn. Maybe we got to we got to f- go down and like hop in a game there, Polly. Dude, let's Orlando. Hey, let's talk about maybe we'll do a tournament or something, boys. Oh, that would be sick. Yeah, that would be so yeah, sick. We want- should. Uh well, I know that the uh the Bar Down boys, they they've got a knack for uh for organization cuz dude's doing a tour. Like, that's crazy. It seems like a lot of uh, things that are hard to do all put together, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, maybe he can do a turn. They busted their ass. They, they worked hard to get all that together, so it's impressive to see. Absolutely. How many stops are on the tour? Uh, we're doing technically seven, but on the day before the fest, we're going to do, like, an elder emo night and do some cover sets uh, at the local brewery just to kind of, you know – get ready for the big day to follow. Yeah. Um, it's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. So tell, tell everybody where they can find uh, tickets to it real quick. Um, well, you can actually, if you go to either the out of time FL Instagram or even on the bar down breakdown podcast, Instagram, there will be links in both link trees. So where you can get tickets to bar down fest um, there's ways to get tickets to any date on that tour. Uh, it's actually starting in Connecticut and then hitting Pennsylvania. Like I said, we're going to Richmond, the DMV. So I'm stoked. I'm going to be rocking my Caps gear for sure. Yeah. Um, and in York too. And in York. Oh. <laughs> um, so pray for me for that show. But yeah, <laughs> we got two shops, two stops in North Carolina and then, uh, then Charleston, South Carolina, then here in Orlando. Dude, maybe when you're in New York, you'll want to wear a Hershey Bears shirt. There you go. Yo, actually, I was good call Miller time. I'm gonna do that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, I have a Hopi um, Hershey Bears shirt. So, oh Perfect. hell yeah, classic, classic. Um, you know, so it sounds like that's a pretty busy tour, man. I mean, are you you're just dropping everything and going? And I mean, uh, you know. How, how have you toured before? I mean, is it is it like you know, like our NHL idols out there having to you know play a game, like rest up, you know, not party too hard, and then do it again like the next night? It, it can vary. Um, I've I've done I've toured a lot over the years. Um, I've probably been touring for the past like between like ten twelve years, and it, it's it's a blast. But yeah, you gotta. It was I, I like starting doing it in my early twenties, like late teens, early twenties, and just being able to see like how fast you had to be responsible if you wanted to be like successful at anything or do it right or get any respect. So like it was, I mean, it was a good way to throw yourself into responsibility because yeah, if you're doing a tour and like, you got to be in a, a certain city, like at a certain time, ready to load in, you know, so you take yourself seriously in that, but you have a lot of fun too. So like, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, we, you can party it up, but like, for me, as a singer, I want to save my voice, so like I'll have to, you know, take it, take it easy, or like, or even just, you know, I, I do the navage thing if you've ever seen that, like to make sure I can clean any stuff out of like my like nose and like 
okay. going through different <laughs> they, well they're going through different cities and like different like pollens and allergens like it is killer so like it it, it kicks my ass like the weather can really and my allergies can really get to me state by state so that navage and you know anything else to keep to keep myself clean and any of the crap out i'm i'm doing it because i want to sound good so nice um so how do, how do you guys get around? Is there a bus? Like, do you have like one dude who has like a, a sweet van or like, how does it, how does it work? Yeah, sweet van. We got our dude, uh, our guitar player. Um, he has a van and we just, you know, we hop in there and uh, we're going to be hooking it up to Connecticut. I'm excited for it. That's, That's awesome. how we traveled for college hockey. We just took school vans. So no, we're we, got, we got a little taste of your life. Yeah, <laughs> not nearly it's as long time, of a trip. Right? As long yeah. as there is a, there is like a there is there is a no, like a no farting rule though in the van because <laughs> if, if it if we have like five of us and then like a couple other buddies there to help us out like seven dudes in a van can get smelly as it is. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you all know the rest. Yeah. Plus, if you're partying, that just makes the the farts worse. Oh yeah, dude, like. <laughs> Like all of like all of us like we'll drink like we all enjoy enjoy beers, um, but if you enjoy a few too many, you know your stomach can be the next day. So like the van life can be rough, bro. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And you don't want to be the outcast. Yeah, yeah. Polly, how long how long do you think you could last in a no fart rule in a van going up to Connecticut from Florida? Um, I wouldn't make it to the Georgia line. <laughs> 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 shit that's that's pretty good i mean what to the georgia line that's a few hours at least from orlando i would think so good for you paul three, uh, three hours man that's some yeah. points of gryffindor man yeah, <laughs> you know it's funny you say that because i started using that as a quip back to people on twitter when there were arguments going on and they would respond with something that um wasn't really answering what i said and so i'd be like Wow, you really didn't uh, you didn't really li- uh, respond to what I said. Ten points to Gryffindor for reading comprehension. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you brought that up. But I mean, awesome. you, did, you are a self self described Harry Potter nerd, so it makes sense you'd bring it out. Yeah, I am a Gryffindor. I've been sorted. So <laughs> nice. uh, good stuff. That's yeah, the <laughs> that's um, the best house for sure. Yeah, Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. Polly, what house are you? Uh, I think I've done an online quiz, and I think it put me in Hufflepuff. Okay. It's a good house. Yeah. And then I think I retook it and answered the way I, I knew would put me in Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good. Um, <clears throat> you're probably a Slytherin. Me? Yeah. Aren't those the bad ones? Those aren't good, right? Yeah. I watched I watched the second part with my daughter like la- like last weekend the second part of seven and I was like damn they're really they're really hammering on the old Slytherin here they had to go to a dungeon and things like that I don't know so well Harry Potter would have been a Slytherin except he was like I want Gryffindor Not Slytherin <laughs> yeah gotcha yeah well Voldemort wasn't a good guy yeah Snape <laughs> right. was a Slytherin though so that's yeah. a little redeeming yeah. They're not all bad, but there hasn't been a witch or wizard that went bad that wasn't in Slytherin. So, yeah, 
Interesting. Interesting. I'm learning all sorts of things today about music and Harry Potter. <laughs> I get to start out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So like, what are your, what are your, um, you've been watching any of the hockey now? I mean, the bolts are, are obviously doing very well. You've got the battle of Florida yeah. going down. Any thoughts on that? It's, I mean, dude, it's, it's been a heck of a series, but I, I think the experience is showing. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's, that's for, that's for damn sure. I, like you gotta have, you gotta have your stars step up at this time, you know? Um, and I know that they're some, they're younger guys and haven't had as much of the playoff experience. I mean, but the Tampa is just a tough team. And with, with that short travel that they have, they're just going to stay rested. Yep. Yeah. And, Although today was a matinee, you know, back-to-back games are so tough, you know, and they, they play again tomorrow, and I'm not going to be shocked, shocked if Tampa sweeps. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's because of, uh, what, a Kane Brown concert is the reason there was a Kane Brown concert in Tampa, and that's why they, <laughs> they did it back-to-back. Uh, that's That's got to be frustrating. But, I mean, that's what happens when, you know, arenas book stuff out months and years in advance and the playoffs have to happen off the cuff. So yeah, it kind of, I mean, it's not the first, like I've seen in the past where playoffs have back to back, but it always sucks when it's your team. It does. Um, this is, I mean, it's lucky. I'm glad it doesn't happen often, but that it, it is just, it's rough on the teams, you know, it's just the wear and tear and the grind that is the playoffs for them at all. You can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, if it's going to happen to, any series, it's probably best that it's the Battle of Florida, or if it was like the Islanders and the Rangers. But still, yeah. But still, I mean, just the 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 grueling effect on the body. Feel for the guys, and it definitely. I I don't think it does Florida any favors because, like you said, the experience. Like I think the, the Tampa guys will know how to manage stuff better, manage their their time and their their recovery better. I mean, really, on Florida, the only experience they have is Giroux. He's been to a cup. And then Hornquist, he's won a cup, a couple of them. But other than those guys, I don't know if anyone else has been to the cup. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to I see them do well because it, it's nice seeing these teams that aren't in, like, a, quote, hockey market thriving. Um, so, I mean, I want to see them do well. But, you know, maybe maybe it's just not it's just not their year. But I think they got the – I think Brunette is the right guy behind the bench down there. He's – done incredibly well after the coaching change so you know i I think that's the right guy and and i see them being good for a bit now oh yeah yeah i know that series though yeah it's crazy well before we move on though like does it does it burn more that the caps could have very likely won that won that series right i mean just a couple, just closing the door. They kept saying in their in their post game pressers, post series pressers, like they just failed to do that. I mean, <clears throat> you look at that and you're like, and then Florida, if they do go down and you know lose in four or five, you're just like sitting here like, ah oh, man, it just makes the butt hurt even sting more. You know what I mean? Because we could have that could have been us, could have been us against Tampa Bay, and I think we would have given them a better shot. I think so. I, I agree with that. You know, I, I think that there were moments in our series that really we we could have closed it out. You know, I mean, obviously they're you know having a three nothing lead and then that going away as soon as you have it, you know, or faster than it even came on. That was that was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, and I know you you boys agree with that one. That was oh, yeah. I was like, oh dude, we got this game, and then like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just fucking slipped away so quickly. Uh, and and then the two overtime losses were just like, damn, you know. 
unbelievable. We put up a good fight, though. I think we did. it's a really good hockey team. Yeah, we did, and and you know we were a little injured. Tom Wilson going down that sucked. Um, you know the boys came to play. Uh, unfortunately, Ovi didn't have a super dominating goal scoring uh, playoff, but he still contributes. So like you know, I, I hate to hear the detractors say like, well, he's not even a playoff performer because he hasn't won cups. But like if you look at it, the dude scored goals in every single playoff series that he's ever played in. I mean the guys, the guys a yeah. stud. Um, you know, even in the years when the rest of the team didn't show up, Ovi was there. He had a point per game in this series. Yeah. Yeah. I think this season, I think this was one of the best seasons I think Ovi's had in years. And he's been consistent, but his assists this year, like, he, he keeps evolving. And every year, like, I'll get crap from somebody that's not a cash and like, oh, he's going to be like, they'll be lucky to get 30 goals next year. And I'm like, dude, every time somebody tries to count him out, it's like, he's like, all right. Hold my beer and <laughs> hold my Dr Pepper, right? Yeah, or or vodka, whatever. You know, <laughs> right, right. But, but yeah, like he he's we're luck we're very fortunate that you know we us as Capitals fans have been able to watch you know the best goal scorer you know of our generation and perhaps of all time play hockey. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm very fortunate for that. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. I I, I love I love it. I mean, it's been. An incredible run, um, you know. I but I, I agree with you, man. I think that there's there's other things to to come on the horizon. I don't think the Caps are completely out of it, but uh, you know, we'll see. But uh, but yeah, moving on to to the rest of the playoffs, we can just kind of briefly touch on them because as of today, like recording, you know what the that the Blues fought back against the Avalanche, right? And I think they're only down two one in the series now. Is that right, Paulie? Yeah, yeah. The Avalanche won Game Three, so two one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a heck of a game too. I was I was watching that last night. Yeah, Sam Gerrard broke his sternum. Yeah, that's yeah, wild. Dude. Imagine that's that. Tough. Think you could sing through that, there, Mikey? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we've got the uh, the Hurricanes and Rangers. Uh, Carolina's uh, leading that two-one. The Rangers finally found their game and, and won three-one today in, in the four o'clock game. Uh, and then, of course, there's the Battle of Alberta, which I've been hooked on. Man, that series has been crazy. The first game was uh, a loss by the Oilers, six six to nine, sixty-nine. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> and sorry to interject, but fun fact: the episode I was on a bar down was episode. 69. 69. <laughs> nice, nice. Very cool. Sorry, go on, go on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, no, yes. we appreciate it. Shout out, Bardown. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I love the hatred that's between, like, you know a series is crazy when, like, the scuffles just immediately turn into, like, people punching each other in the face. Like, the little, like, where you're pushing now, just, they, they weren't even messing around, like, game one and two. They, like, when, when things got heated, they were just starting to throw. I love it. Both teams have have a lot to get out of their system, and I think this series is probably going to go to seven. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, um, you thought that maybe uh, the Oilers might pack it in after after kind of as they come back and they win it um, pretty handily there towards the end of the game, uh, and and leave Calgary at home uh, splitting that series on the road. So going back to Edmonton, can't wait to see what that barn's like because there it seemed like there was a pretty good presence of Edmonton Oilers fans in the stands in the Saddle Dome. So can't wait to see what the, uh, what the Calgary fans are bringing uh, in Edmonton. 
It's, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I still I still think the series is gonna continue to be a bloodbath though. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm here for it a hundred percent. You know. Like, we haven't seen. We saw Milan Lucic try to Hulk out on some people, but the the refs were like, "You're like, no, stop him! <laughs> Don't let him kill anyone." Uh, and mm. you know, but we're, we're I I know it's gonna it's gonna boil over. Some of the ridiculous uh, Evander Kane chirps have been incredibly hilarious. Like, you need money, like the gambling addiction. You know, I get that's that's not to be laughed at, but you know, Evander Kane has done his job to earn um, a little bit of chirp fest on the ice for sure. I think. Yeah, over the years. Yeah, yeah. yeah since day one. Picture when he's just walking past him, giving him the finger. It's classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, as uh, as round two shapes up, who's your cup pick? Yeah. Man, this is uh, th- this this is a tough a tough one to call, but I I think the cup's going to go to the West this year for sure. I think you're right. Um, and. Man, I, it's it's wild to think that like I, I personally think though if Edmonton really can turn it on and like if Mike Smith finds some consistency there, like I think Edmonton could be it could be that team. But I, I personally, I think the Habs are going to go all the way this year. Well, I hope so. I'm a I'm a half Caps half Habs fan, so yeah. nice. uh, that would make me happy. I actually became a fan when they won the cup. So since then, it's been like. 85% misery. So, um, it'd be nice to see them finally do it. Cause right now they're, they're currently in the, um, they're repeating the Capitals five to seven year span of all the hype and second round exits. So, yeah. Um, hopefully they can break through that. I, I see him doing it. They got a good team. Um, and I think Kemper is a good, he's, he's a good goalie. He's, he's pretty underrated. You know, yeah. he, he was, he stops a lot of pucks in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. I was, tra- I was yeah. trying to make sure yeah. I got it right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, he, that was a smart pickup after losing Groovy. Yeah. yeah. Joe Sack is, uh, he is a savage as a GM. He, he doesn't care about feelings and he, he manages the money well and brings the right guys in. He's, he's just as good of a GM as he was a Hall of Fame player. I'm glad Absolutely. to see. I'm glad to see him stay there. I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Coming back I to love the it. old team. Yeah, I I love the ex players like Rod Brindamore and shit. The guys that get to come back to their club and and contribute. Uh, who are also like just stud players. Uh, it's got to be great for the fan base as well. Um, and to your point, the Avs, dude. Not only are they like killer with their foot speeds, like every player on that on that. Uh, team has wheels it seems and, and is physical but you i mean they're passing the puck like i mean i don't even it's everything's tape to tape they're doing like ridiculous drop behind the back just no look passes i mean it seems like everything's going for them so uh i didn't get to watch this last loss that they had against st louis but i definitely think that uh st louis was against the ropes on this and they really just needed to to make a series out of it they had to win this game it was a must win for st louis uh when it came to it so I'm I'm definitely focused on that. And uh, you know, I thought that this year was going to be an incredible playoff series uh year just in general because so many teams went all in. I mean, there were yeah. you know, even New York who's kind of ahead of their rebuild kind of went all in. So, 
you know, you've got these teams like the Avs who are already just dominant, stacked to the gills. And then you've got the East with the Metro and the Rangers and the, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes who are really coming coming into their own. And then you saw both Florida teams do what they can, you know, one trying to three-peat and the other just, you know, finally thinking it's their time. So, uh, you know, we, the, the good teams definitely moved on for sure. I would have loved to see the Caps, though, for sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely, man. But I, I definitely I don't know what what your what your pick would be, but I think with having a defenseman like Kale McCarr when those hands and that skill, that that's something I think a lot of the other teams don't have in that chemistry like you were just talking about with those passes. Yeah, dude. Th- I think I think that this is going to be the ads here. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. Polly, Polly, I know is rooting for him, and I think that they're they're the smart money for sure. Um, so. And honestly, I thought they were smart money from the beginning of the season. Um, you know, wouldn't mind seeing like a, like a Tampa Bay uh, Avs final. I know that we, we've moved around. We, we talk about all of the different matchups potential. But if you look at like the Avs have to, you know, Mount, you know, Mount Everest, Summit Mount Everest here with a team that just won back to back. I think that would really kind of be a cherry on top for that club. Yeah, I, I think so. And if you had a Tampa you know, abs final. I mean, I think you, it would be fun. It'd be fun to see just like all the skill that would be involved in that. You know, it, it would just be a good time and great for the sport. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think we're going to cut it here. Polly, do you have anything, uh, anything else to ask Mikey here? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, we covered quite a bit. Um, yeah. Good luck on the tour. Thanks, man. Yeah, we're, and you're um, are both y'all in P- in PA now or? Well, no, so we're it's Wheeling, West Virginia. But oh, West, oh my bad, yeah, oh West Virginia, it's just okay. across the border. Ah, like okay, it takes cool. us fifteen minutes to cross into PA. Yeah, not fifteen DMV minutes either, like fifteen actual <laughs> minutes. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So we're we're out here. Um, it'd be sweet to you know if you you're going to York, you said. Yep. Cool. We're going to be playing York, PA at the West York Inn. Nice, nice, good stuff, dude. Um, so yeah, tell us uh, again. Give the give everybody who's listening if they're catching the end of the show, like you know, you know, tell us about the band, just you know, out of time, and then the the album name and the tour name and like where they can find you. Yeah, um, so we're called Out of Time from Orlando, Florida. Uh, I'm on here because I'm from I'm a DMV kid, and you know, if I'm, I, I'm gonna I'll send you all a picture of me playing uh, my house league picture from the Ice Dogs. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> we're heading out on tour uh, for the Bar Down Break tour. Uh, our album No Boundaries just came out on May sixth through Revival Recordings, so that's available everywhere: Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer. And we're going to be hitting Connecticut, which yo shout out to Hartford because I think that the Whalers y'all might hate this, but I, I I think the Whalers had like the best logo in sports history, man. They were like, good. It it's yeah. so good. So top I'm five for sure. Hartford, man. And uh, playing York, we're playing Richmond, so I'll be rocking my Caps gear there. Uh, Raleigh, Charlotte, Charleston, and Orlando, man. We're going to have a lot of fun. Good stuff. Awesome, man. Uh, well, hey, thanks a lot for taking the time to come on the show Thank and talk guys. a little bit of hockey, dude. Um, and, hey, you know what? Good luck on your tour. I think it's going to be – it sounds like a fucking blast, dude. Dude, I appreciate it. It's really cool getting to meet you guys. Hopefully we can do this again sometime, man. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we, we'll we'll get you on social. We'll definitely have to have like a repeat here. Uh, get you back, maybe like post tour to uh, to if you're still, you know, you know, after a week of recovery, I'm sure, you know, uh, <laughs> sleeping for a week and then get off and, and we, you can get up with us. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm cannonball into bed when I get back from that. And <laughs> <laughs> awesome, hey, awesome. Really good meeting you guys, man. Hey, maybe we'll make that hockey tournament. Uh, maybe do a tournament team or something. We'll have some fun. That would be so sick. Absolutely. And we got the tendy. We've already got the tendy. I mean, it's the, yep. the rest of the team falls into place once you got a goalie, dude. You know how exactly, it is. Man. Yeah. We've got, absolutely. We'll, we'll do like the Caps Winter Classic style for jerseys or something, man. Yeah. Oh, that'd be dude, sick. That was my favorite Caps jersey of all time. The 2015 Classic was absolutely my favorite by far. Yeah, no doubt. For sure. Yeah, yeah. They're, Good stuff. Slick. Yep. Um, awesome. All right. Well, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in. It's Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, and Mikey Forbes from Out of Time coming in, checking us out. You know, uh, really great to meet him, and we wish him the best of luck on his tour. Until next week, Cap fans, stay good, and we'll talk to you then. Cheers. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Podnet on social, and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. Check them out or we're not friends anymore.